The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Episode 32, March 28, 2017. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Podcasting since 2010. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? So when you want to call, you dial that number. Call! It's the Jeep Talk Show Call-In Show with Tammy and Tony. They're going to be talking Jeeps with you. There's no show without you, so call in now. Just make the call. Good call. That's who I'm calling now. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 32 of the Jeep Talk Call-In Show a show all about you, a chance where you get to share your Jeep experiences with us live. Each week we ask you a Jeep-related question, and then we want you to call in and share your story. We love hearing from you, so come on, give us a call. You can even call right now. Just dial 302-202-1110 and enter in the code 219-835. So I'm Tammy over here on the East Coast side of the Jeep Talk Show, and joining me every Tuesday night from the Jeep Talk Show headquarters is Tony. Hey, Tony, how is it going? Pretty good. Now, you guys may be thinking, how will I know when it's my turn to talk on the show? Well, we simply say, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. You just know. You know, and it's, it has seemed to work out uh, okay. Uh, there's a, uh, a multi-sentence explanation we can go through, but uh, it's just, you'll know. You'll know when it's time to start talking, and you start talking. And, and we've had, uh, I think we've had at least one person say, uh, am I on the air? Which is, is right. wonderful, because every talk, radio talk show you've ever listened to, you've always heard that. And uh, that just it gave me chills, Tammy. I just felt like I was on the radio there for a moment. Hey, we're real. <laughs> we're legit. <laughs> we hit the big time. <laughs> so what are we talking about tonight, Tammy? Well, Tony, you know, winter here for us is pretty much over. And, you know, we're getting our Jeeps ready for springtime and summertime. And for us here, there's a lot of road salt. So you see a lot of Jeepers washing their Jeeps. So, and I know you just washed your Jeep um, last weekend, I think. And so we were just going to wonder, we were wondering, is it a sin to wash your Jeep? Is it, you know, that big faux pas that you should not be doing? So I would think that just dusting off with water, the salt, the road salt in the, the wintry states, the snowy states, that's right. that's to be expected. But actually polishing up the tires with some armor all, and uh, getting everything nice and shiny and, uh, you know, all bright and red, you know, for those of you that are lucky enough. Uh, mm-hmm. That that would be the sin part, I'm thinking. Yeah, but what if you're going to a show and shine? Do people do that? I mean, do, whenever they take a Jeep to a show and shine, do they do they polish it up? I mean, I, I know we used to have, have some. No, I don't know. Oh, really? Well, we used to have uh, some guessing. get-togethers with the xjtalk.com uh, uh, website. Uh, up, I w- wouldn't call it a show and shine. It was kind of a get-together 
at a local um, drive-in uh, burger place. We, I, I know from talking to you and Josh, you guys don't have Sonic, so I don't know if Sonic is not around all around the country, but we would actually go to a, a local Sonic, and uh, people would show up. Uh, they would be passing by, and they'd see all these Jeeps, which were, um, I think occasionally we had a Wrangler, but most of the time it was just Cherokees. And uh-huh. uh, this is probably a good five, six, seven years ago. And uh, it was like uh, uh, once a month on a Saturday. And uh, uh, I think it was like three Saturdays in a row. Uh, we only we had the same two or three people show up, so we canceled them. <laughs> Figured we could get together anytime we wanted to, uh, not going uh, to the Sonic. Well, I know um, during uh, Beach Week in Ocean City, I think there's like, I don't know if, exactly what it is because i've never been there but i know a, a friend's friend won some trophy um for some best looking jeep contest so i don't know if that had a lot if they had to you know keep it clean and shiny and you know do all that kind of stuff to it or not maybe someone out there knows about that and can give us a call at 302-202-1110 and then punch in 219-835 and we're talking about Washing our Jeeps. Yep. Is it a sin? I mean, I, I, if you take your Jeep to church on Sunday, uh, do you wash it? Do you get it all clean on Saturday before you take it over there? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I would assume everybody has the same problem uh, that I do. Uh, people will look at your Jeep and they'll crane their necks around to see it. And uh, mm-hmm. people that you have that would know, you know that they wouldn't say two things to you uh, ever if you've got a Jeep that looks nice or even if it's not not clean uh if it just looks nice they'll uh, start asking you questions about it or say nice jeep or uh, i even had one guy and this is several years ago one guy say uh driving her around for the weekend huh like you know like i i had a multitude of vehicles and this one i just kind of pulled out to drive around a little bit on the weekend i know um i've taken my jeep to the car wash <laughs> a few times and i've sudsed her up um, and I've even, you know, sudsed up the bottom, um, that clay that mm-hmm. we drive through up in, um, well, not clay, coal dust, I guess you would call it. Oh, is it? Okay. In Pennsylvania, it's like, it's, it's not like your typical mud and it, it almost, well, it's stained my, um, my fenders, as you know, my whole wax issue. Um, on my fenders. Oh, I thought that was from you waxing it. No, that that wax part is, but now I've added the because I didn't wash off the mud quickly enough off my Jeep. That's there amazing. Are, yeah, there there's that that coal dust stains splatters. Wow! Stains right on my yeah. So that that probably cleans the pores of the Jeep too, doesn't it? Because you got to peel that yeah. stuff off. Yeah. So <laughs> not not just wax stuck on my fenders. There's that you know. The coal dust now, mud. Is that Roche Creek that, uh, that that you got that on, or the other place? Yeah, Roche Creek. Yep. Um, the AOAA. It's mostly. It's not the the where we went. It wasn't very. There wasn't a lot of mud. Mm-hmm. But you know, we were only on a little portion of that off road park. Interesting. Well, uh, I uh, I think as you uh, as I was making modifications on my Jeep, I think I cleaned it more often. But here recently, and I may just be forgetting. I, I think it's probably been a couple of years since I uh, since I washed my Jeep. Now I got to ask uh, Steve. Steve, how often uh, do you wash your Jeep? I mean, give it to me in decades. 
more often than you think. And it's not to show off my paint job that is pretty ugly. Now, I, yeah, uh, we live in an agricultural area here. And in the summertime, the dust gets really thick. Oh, okay. and, and it gets so thick that uh, I sold a vehicle that had been sitting out front here for several years. And the guy opened the door, and the dust was actually about a half an inch thick. It looked like it had been maybe washed in by water. Good said, hey, God. you fish this out of the river? No, no, it's just the dust around here. Wow. So, uh, uh, it gets so dusty, all the cars, we run them through the car wash. We don't get real fancy about it, but otherwise you can't even see out of the rear glass. Yeah. So is it pollen or is it just uh, uh, just all kinds of dust from the uh, churning up of the dirt and stuff? It's just dust, plain okay. old dirt. Because around this time of the year, we get a lot of pollen buildup on the vehicles, and you you have this yellow um, sheen yeah. or haze to it. Uh, there's so much of it. Yeah, I've. When I lived in Lake Tahoe, it was that way in August. The the lake, as big as it is, would actually turn yellow in August. Oh, wow. From all the pine pollen. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few pine trees around here, too. That might be a a lot of what we're getting. Uh, But uh, that's interesting. So, uh, Steve, I know it's been a while since this occurred, but we really haven't spoken uh, because of the guests and stuff that we've had on. Uh, there was recently a scare over there close to you uh, with the uh, the dam uh, where it had uh, washed away part of the, uh, I guess, spillway or the area where the, the water would uh, come off over the dam. And uh, it was very close to you, wasn't it? I was about 10 miles away. Um, we were never in any danger. There's uh, uh, several pronounced drainages for the water around here mm-hmm. and we're not part of the feather river drainage right here we're our drainage is a quarter of a mile away it's butte creek mm-hmm. um so we were even if the dam would have broke it never would have flooded here there's there's uh, some mountains in the way yeah yeah i remember checking with you at the time because i was uh, looking at the map and i couldn't believe how close close it was to you what was the what's the name of that facility do you remember talking about Orville Dam? Yeah, Orville Dam. That's what I was trying to remember. So if you guys remember the big Orville Dam thing that you were seeing on the uh, 24 news cycle, uh, our uh, our man Steve was over there really close to it. But yeah, never in any danger. But still, it's uh, it's interesting whenever there's a, a, a big event like that, uh, that, that uh, when you know somebody that's so close to it. Well, just as a matter of hysterical note, uh, if that dam would have broken, it would not have been the first time that Oroville had been flooded by a dam break. It's been flooded before. Somehow hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And uh, the, it got flooded because a guy had built a dam and diverted the Feather River to mine it, and he found out that <laughs> somebody had already done it before him. There wasn't any gold left in it, and nobody told him. So he got all mad and... Uh, Oops. Dynamite of the dam when it flooded the town. Oh, man. Oopsie. <laughs> well, oh. see, there you go. That's a, that's how the Democratic Party stuck, got started, Tammy. <laughs> you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me, damn I it. Know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so well, Steve. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mining history is colorful around you. Oh, no, I, I know. It's a. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure it's very interesting, uh, <laughs> and a bunch of a lot more serious things happen than that. So that that had to have been uh, many many years ago. 
Yeah, that was uh, late 1800s, I think. Uh, Thomas Edison was actually one of the investors in that, so <laughs> probably close to the turn of the 20th century or thereabouts. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's good. At least uh, I'm glad you weren't in any danger over there, uh, Steve. We can't uh, lose our uh, Jeep source, Jeep information source. I probably um, wouldn't have left anyway. <laughs> that was too far away. Besides, you Steve, know, I would be afraid of somebody ripping my shop off and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you got to be careful of that. That's why a lot of people during hurricanes don't want to leave. Um, yeah. Steve, I have well, a, I have a, I have a question for you. Um, a lot well, of people, when we talk about washing our jeeps and protecting our jeeps, everybody brings up, "Hey, you should use fluid film on your undercarriage." And um, I actually did that on mine, um, what, two two springs ago? Anyway, I was wondering, have you ever used that, and what do you think about using fluid film? Uh, I don't know anything about it, Tammy. Um, it's, you know, out here, um, things just don't rust where we are. Uh, my Jeep has no rust on the bottom of it at all. Wow, and you're kidding fact, me. Uh, there's a number of the original bolts on it were uh, dipped in oil to harden them. And we'll right. talk about that on, on some other uh, segment of Jeep chips, but it leaves a black finish. And, and I still have that black finish on bolts. Wow. And they've just never rusted. The inside so, you know, of my. The insides of my bumper. My front bumper and just even parts underneath my Jeep are already rusting, and it's hmm. two years old. That's amazing. It's, it's the salt. Yeah, I can believe it. Uh, they they oversalt the roads. Now, if I was living up in the Sierras, it would be a different story. Uh, my son has a, a YJ that has rusted, but not badly, um, and you know, quite a quite a bit of of rust here and there, and he. He was driving to Reno and back every weekend, and they salt the roads real heavily in the Sierras. So he has had some of that problem, but but not severe. I don't think that they salt the roads as much in the mountains here as they do back east. Yeah, and it's it's like a chemical concoction of, I forget what it's called, but it's nasty. Man, I'd be pissed off. I don't have any rust on mine either. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll have to take some pictures and show you guys. But it's it's starting, and well, then there's like little spots it, uh, on my front bumper. Minneapolis, one time, uh, I was talking to the locals around there, and I said, "Man, all you see is newer cars around here. Where's the older ones?" And they, <laughs> told me they all rusted away. Yeah, ten years is maximum life for a vehicle, and then it's done. Yep, that's Good true. God, that is just yeah. amazing. Isn't it's there nasty. some undercoating yeah. or something that you can put on them to keep that from happening? Well, well you know, everyone I keep talking to just keeps bringing up fluid film. But I've, I don't know, Steve, any other suggestions? Well, I was, uh, I, I bought some, but I haven't put it on yet. I was going to put on some uh, EOR 15 uh, bed liner. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, well, it's different kind of a bed liner than what you normally see, that real orange peely stuff. This stuff you can paint it on and it has, or you can spray it too, and it'll have a decent finish. Um, and I've heard that uh, you really got to make sure you you prepped everything well. But 
that's kind of what I'm going for. And and then on that particular stuff, also uh, if you're if it's going to see uh, a lot of UV rays, they suggest that you put a uh, a UV coat over the top of it. But since now, where would you put that stuff? Down, right, that's not going to be a problem. Where would you put that stuff on the undercarriage or just outside of your Jeep? Yeah. Well, you can put it on the outside, but I'm putting it on the undercarriage, and uh, uh, specifically, I bought it to paint my axle housings I'm working on. Uh huh. And doing a lot of welding and this and that and the other, adding brackets and shock mounts and stuff. And uh, so I'm going to paint it with a bed liner because it's tough. Could and, you put use uh, it on your steering, the tie rod, and all that kind of stuff? Uh, my my uh, tie rod and drag link are both aluminum. Okay. So, uh, they they're not going to rust. Right. Um, you do get oxidation though, right don't now, you? My current wheels are aluminum, but I'm going to go to steel, and I'll be painting those up pretty good. How do you keep the aluminum from oxidizing, Steve? You can put a clear coat on it. <laughs> shine it up and put a put a, put a clear coat on. All shiny. It's aluminum. Now what's that? What's this stuff called? DR32? DOR15. Papa Oscar. Totally wrong. Papa Oscar Romeo. P-O-R. Oh, P-O-R. I believe so, right, Steve? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Papa Oscar Romeo, you're right. It's a a bed liner, though, Tammy. It it doesn't, it's not shiny or anything. I don't need to have shiny. No, I'm just uh, just telling you. And uh, I have a whole thing. They have a whole series of products for uh, reclaiming rusted areas and all kinds of stuff. And you might want to check it out, Tammy. A lot of the hot rod guys use it, you know, for, uh, you know, that go to shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it's and the reason why huh. I say it's not shiny is it, it you can put it on the, you know, the body of your vehicle. And people right. do, put, people do, do that with bed liner because uh, the bed liner is tough. And if they go uh, scrape, them, uh, scrape around trees or rocks or anything, it... It's uh, it it protects the metal, but uh, that's why I say it's not shiny. It's not like a, a shiny paint coat that you would normally see on the outside of a vehicle. Yeah, to me it looks ugly. I I think there's better solutions. Yeah, but <laughs> but for undercarriage and axles and stuff, it's probably great. Hey Steve, you know we're past the 15 minute hour, so uh, I uh, don't 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 want to put you on the spot, but is there something you'd like to talk about? Oh. uh Well, I don't know. Uh, not put him on the spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can. You can I, say. I, I you can say. I don't know, Steve. I was going to say that when I lived up in uh, Oregon, had my uh, CJ5 that went out in the mud regularly. Uh, I was a firefighter at the time, and I just drove the jeep to work, mud and all, parked it off <laughs> on the lot next door, and hooked up the fire hose yeah. to the hydrant and washed it that way. <laughs> Uh, you started the whole thing, and uh, how, how many uh, how many uh, uh, houses burned because the uh, pump truck didn't have water in it, Steve? Yeah. Well, oh, this, this was out of the the city water main. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, we didn't carry that much water. Like Two thousand gallons was the biggest uh, field rig we had. You know, the, the house, uh, you know, stuff we drove in town, five six hundred gallons was all we carried, and could go through that pretty fast. I was going to say, I bet you high. could. I bet you really could with the uh, the pump. 
Well, Steve, thanks a lot for calling in. We, uh, we've got another caller, and uh, we'll have more colorful stories from Steve in the future. You can count on it. Uh, hey, uh, Mark, uh, thanks for giving us a call. You know, I don't remember what Jeep you have or what the color is, so could we start with that? It's a white Jeep Wrangler. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, what year? I remember. It's a 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, that 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 sounds familiar. Well, uh, if you'd like to uh, to answer the question about uh, is washing your Jeep a sin, go ahead. Or if you have something you want to talk about, that's fine too. Uh, sure. The washing the Jeep, uh, I don't believe it's a sin because I'm up here again in Alberta, and we have salt on the road, but mm-hmm. we also have that mixture that Tammy was talking about. I don't know if it's the same over where she is, but. It's called brime up here, and I believe yeah. it's like a, a chemical and salt mix that they put down before it snows. And I'm the same way with my 2015. Um, I wheel it, but I also, you know, regular commuter, and it also has uh, rust on it starting already. And I believe with regular washing, just at least once a month, you know, it um, it will help keep all these, you know, it from rusting quicker than it needs to, right? Right. Yeah, it's horrible. But do you I think it's the same stuff. I just looked it up. They're expanding to the use of brine, the mix of salt and water, um, some solution they squirt on the roads. And the roads are, like, white. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's nasty. So do you shine it up? Do you get it all, all fancy and polish it and put the, uh, the armor all on the tires and stuff? Uh, or, or do you actually just... <laughs> Knock the salt off of it. Tell the truth. We'll know. No, I, <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just soap it up and I, uh, I just knock the salt off of it. I mean, I, I use my Jeep like, uh, like Tammy does, go off roading with it and use it in the back country and in the mountains and all that. So I'm not really worried about how pretty it looks. I'm just more worried about if, if it's going to work when I need it. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and ma- and maintaining it for a long life. And, and yeah, you do, yeah, with the salt, hurt. you do have to use soap to get that stuff off. Yeah, actually, what I do when I actually go to the car wash with the with the sprayer nozzle, I actually start with a good, like, 10 to 15 minutes of just soap, and I soap the whole Jeep down with the, 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 the pressure soap, and I get underneath the hood and right underneath. And, uh, some days I'm actually, you know, crazy enough to lay lay on the wet concrete and actually get up under there and uh, and make sure. Because coming from Ontario where they use all salt, I've seen, you know, you know, it's 10 years. I, I believe Steve said 10 years and then your car is gone because the rust just takes it over. Mm-hmm. The frame is gone and, you know, the, the panel is. And actually the, um, I see more and more trucks these days actually using that bed liner halfway up your doors and then cover right underneath the uh, the truck. And it actually, it seems to work from what I've seen out here. It, it keeps the rust off, right? Goodness gracious. That's just yeah. horrible. I mean, I thought it was bad enough you guys had to put up with uh, with the snow and the ice and stuff, but also through the rust. Oh, that's, I mean, I, I've, I've heard all the, the complaints about uh, uh, people um, putting a lift on an XJ, and it's from one of the rust uh, rusty states, or in your case, rusty countries, and uh, they always break a bolt off here or there. And I think to myself, thank God my Jeep has always been in South Texas. 
Yeah, I, I envy you guys down there where uh, where you guys got beautiful country and no rust, right? It's, uh, especially in the winter, like when uh, here in Calgary I am, it's, you know, snow can get up to six inches thick packed on the road, so sometimes they'll salt the hell out of it before it, uh, the weather warms <laughs> up. So now you got, you know, as, as soon as the snow melts, then it, it's mixed in the with the water and it sticks to your cars and it's, Terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, that's just a shame. I, I, it just, you know, I see that people will modify Jeeps and they'll lower them or they'll put the uh, the 22-inch rims on them and stuff. And I think to myself, you know, to each their own, of course. If that's what they want to do to their Jeep, that's fine. But I always, I always feel bad about it. Now I feel a lot better about them considering uh, uh, the ones in, uh, up in Canada rust away. Yeah. <laughs> well, as that's, long as you keep horrible. washing them, they'll... They'll um, they'll survive. We hope. Check back in ten years, and Mark yep. and I will let you know. <laughs> Tammy, I don't think you'll have yours for ten years. You'll you'll have a new one in a couple, right? Yeah, I'll have two, three. All right, Mark. Well, hey, thanks a lot for calling in. We really appreciate it. Uh, good hearing from you again, and uh, uh, for all of you guys out there that have called in before, and uh, you know, you think maybe uh, that's the one time thing that you. You know, you only could call that one time. No, not at all. You can call in as many times as you like. We love hearing from you. And uh, uh, like we uh, like spoken with Mark, um, hmm, trying to remember last time we spoke with him. It's been uh, probably well, a good month a and a half of, or something. Yeah, because we've had a bunch of guests on the show. So. Yeah, that's what I was just adding up uh, in my in my head. So, Tammy, I guess what what I'm hearing here is uh, it's not a sin to wash your Jeep. No, it's actually, especially if you live in the salt belt, um, and even someone on the um, the chat room said the mud can also cause corrosion, and it's a you know a good idea to get that mud out of your Jeep. As yeah, I well. guess so because it keeps the moisture uh, on the uh, on the paint longer as right. it's uh, as it's drying. So I, yeah, I can see that. Now uh, you've never been mudding, Tammy. I had a, a 1983 Chevrolet pickup, and um, yeah, let's see, a four inch lift, 36 and a half inch tires, and I buried it up to the doors. Oh, yuck. And uh, then I put it in four-wheel drive low and just crawled right on out of it. And it was uh, that was a lot of fun. But the fun was not had later while I was trying to get all that mud off of there. Yeah, I can and imagine. And no matter how much you clean, I put I put a couple hours into it, I think, just getting the, the mud knocked off. And I'm not talking about any of that fancy polished look stuff. I mean, just getting the mud off of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, literally over an hour. I don't know if it was a couple, but literally over an hour, over an hour uh, getting that stuff off there. And then I would still be driving down the road two, three months later, and I'd hear this stuff hit the bottom of the bed of the the, the truck, and I'd look at my rearview mirror, and there'd be this huge dirt clod bouncing down the road. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, never ending. I was like, gee, that mud was fun. <laughs> it's it's six months later. <laughs> I guess that's uh, I guess it's the same feeling you get whenever you uh uh take that uh, final woman home at 2 a.m. It's uh, it's fun at the moment but 2 months later you're going oh good lord Gosh, what did I do? What was I doing? Yep. <laughs> I can't say that uh, as well, from experience though. No, so. it's a family show. Right. We we yeah. don't hear that stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> um so Tony just real quick um uh, I wanted to share my blog post um, today is about my wild boar and I'll um, grab handles oh, okay. that I 
I suggested buying on the Jeep Talk Show during one of our cool Jeep things to have. And this should have been like a 15-minute install. Took me almost two hours. <laughs> that happens to everybody, Tammy. Oh, my God. Um, you've seen so the meme, haven't annoying. you, where he's just 30 minutes, the little 30-minute change on the Jeep two hours later, and, you know, you're still working on it? Yeah. It's very so common. Fun. And funny is, on Facebook, some other guy had just installed his, too, and he's, like, bragging about... Oh, it only took me 15 minutes to install mine. And I'm like, what? How did you get those screws to line up in the holes? <laughs> and he just laughed at me. And so then some other guy commented on it, and he apparently had the same problem as me. So I felt a little better that it wasn't just because I'm a girl. It's, it's, I think a lot of it has to do with luck. Uh, in some experience, I'm sure, too. But I think a lot of it just has to do with luck. Um, I don't know if you've... Uh, uh, if you've noticed this, it depends on how you're how you're sitting and how are standing and looking at it, whether or not it's level or not. And when I say level, like it, it's going right. s- straight through, right? Because uh, I think a lot of it has to do with your your spatial uh, um, knowing where you are in space and where you're holding the the bolt and the angle that it's being held at. It doesn't have to be off very much when, especially the further the holes are apart, uh, right. The easier it is to miss that second hole. So. Uh, I should have put my um, window down and come in from the hood. Another thing you can way. do, and this may not have worked for you, but another thing you can do is uh, shine a flashlight through the yeah, the back, and then you can see the light, and it makes it easier, especially when you're lining up the screw in the hole. The, it'll block the light, so you'll know yeah, you're I being Yeah, I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah, like I said, it may not have worked on, on right. yours, but uh, on those, those situations where the hole goes through both sides, you can actually use that as kind of a, a light guidance, so to speak. So, well, it's they're done. They're on. They're awesome. I'm going to be able to check them out on Saturday. Did you, I think I was going to ask you this uh, on the last Thursday show, did you think about putting any paracord on it? Maybe fancy it up a little bit and uh, oh, also to... You know, Put some purple paracord. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. It, I don't. I'm always kind of concerned. I uh, I see those things in pictures, and I, I forget that the Wrangler's uh, cab area is a lot taller, like than the Cherokee. Right. And I saw those things that people putting those things on, and I'm thinking to myself, that's a hell of a thing to hit your head on. But no, there's no way. Yeah. If you're going to impact, I mean, if you do hit your head, you're probably going to die anyway because it's a crazy crash <laughs> but Must i mean will dive an gonna, interesting story <laughs> if you're if you're going to do an impact that's that strong the seatbelt's going to hold you in and you're not gonna there's i don't think there's no way you're going to hit your head well, knock on wood yeah or knock on the grab handle yeah uh but uh i was just thinking yeah, at least some paracord might, <laughs> might make it a little soften better the blow <laughs> soften the blow <laughs> but you missed when I said I'm going to test them out this weekend. No, I heard you. That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hopefully, maybe I'll cross my fingers, get some audio. I'm going to take a 101 ladies only um, driving course, driving class. Now, will the ca- class be uh, be taught by a woman or it's just No, they're be- certified 4x4s from um, Northeast oh, Off-Road See, I think that they all be, uh, on those women-only things, they ought to be taught by women, too. Maybe you'll be doing that someday soon. Maybe that will be me, yeah. Oh, and before we get too far, I just want to thank you very much. I appreciate the homage to the red Jeep by using the red glasses tonight. They're pink. 
I was wondering. I was looking at the video. I'm like, oh my god, he's going to think I'm wearing red glasses. And you hear the ex- exit music. You go, hey, I made it. There was no teasing of my glasses. Those are red, Tammy. They look great. Pink. <laughs> Not red. Pink. <sighs> anyway, folks, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling, Mark and Steve. We appreciate your calls. Folks, join us Thursday night as well. We are Josh, Tony, and I will be doing the Jeep Talk Show. And don't forget, get your Jamic videos in. Yep. You have, you know, about. Couple more days till the thirty till Friday. Yep, we're giving away a jamic. Absolutely, Food. and don't forget if you, uh, you know, you, now you can't use it to listen to the live show or watch the live show, but you certainly can listen to the show while at work or working on your Jeep or whatever it is that you're doing uh, by using your Android smartphone because we now have an app. Just go over to uh, the Google Play Store and do a search for Jeep Talk Show. And you'll see our first Honest to Goodness app, and you can listen to all the podcasts right there, all the shows uh, that we've done uh, for you guys. And, uh, you know, we got an iPhone, uh, iPad uh, version coming out very soon. So, folks, thanks for joining us. Join us again next Tuesday, same time, same place. And hopefully we'll have a special guest Tuesday night. Oh, well, we got guests coming up. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have them. If we don't, we'll have an interesting question for you. Have a great night, everyone. Yep, we'll see you Thursday, 10 p.m. Are you there? Episode 32, um, March sometime, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, March 28th, 2017.